Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, it's Lainey. Hi, it's Sasha. And welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers where we are opening the show talking about, well, a Jenner-adjacent story. Okay. Oh, Jenner-adjacent. Got it. Ish. So Kylie Jenner, her kid, um, Stormy. Stormy. Mm -hmm. There's an online... Okay, first of all, the fact I know where you're going with this, so just spit it out. (laughs) No, no. I just think that, first of all, I think it's so hilarious the online community can look at a photo of really a baby that hasn't formed yet. I can never tell who a baby looks like. I can never tell who a who <laughs> a little whistle came out like you're a 95-year-old woman. <laughs> I can never tell who a baby looks like when they're that young. I mean, the baby is like 5 minutes old, right? Sometimes though there are babies that you're like, "Oh shit, like you have all the character right in your face right away." Well, the character in yes. the baby is like Leading to some people saying that um, Tyga, no, wait, not Tyga. Uh, she used to be with Tyga. Oh, who is she with now? Uh, Travis Scott. Thank you. No. Travis, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. That Travis Scott isn't the father, but the father is actually her bodyguard. Those eyes, you can't fuck around. Those eyes look very much like her bodyguard. Do I think that that is the father? No, but like it's very striking that that little baby has some. Very Asian-looking eyes. I actually don't care who the baby was sired by. All I care about is this bodyguard. I've never known him to be Kylie Jenner's bodyguard. I've never seen him until Never seen him before. Like, I guess I'm not super down or, like, super up-to-date. I would never say that I'm a scholar on Kardashian-Jenner shit, so... I don't have like an archive knowledge of what their photos look like and when whenever they go out. But get having, to the juice. The like, juice this is he's fucking so hot. Story, he's so hot mm-hmm. that that's the only thing I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever, mystery parentage, or he's denied it. P.S. I guess we should put that fact out there. And now talk about how fucking hot he is. He's so hot. And this is rare for me because. Unfortunately, my father killed all Asian men for me. I was just unfortunately because of him not ever able to date an Asian man. Your father being an Asian. Yes. Um, (laughs) But when I saw this, I was like, uh, cha-ching. This guy is crazy fucking hot and tall. Tall. He cured you of your daddy issues, did he? Yes, he did. (laughs) Thank you. Totally. (laughs) He is so hot. Well, this is what's so interesting about the whole Kardashian-Jenner, um, like, th- their their power is now this guy is going to have – he's going to have a TV show or he will have a modeling career after he, this. Well, he something. was already a model. Yeah, but it obviously didn't work out for him that he had to fucking be a bodyguard. Well, now he's going to be I don't know on everyone's teen dream. He, he has 747,000 followers and that didn't just happen, like, in the last week. He already has had a significant follower base. 
So I think even because the the people who follow the Jenners and Kardashians know, know everyone yeah. in their orbit. So yeah. they're always going to get followed anyway. Um, and he was already a model. And I'm sorry, Sash, but he takes lots of selfies. Oh, no. And he takes lots of selfies at the gym. You know what? I appreciate the fact that I was like, hey, now, this dude's fucking hot as hell. But I didn't actually ever go to his Instagram. I love that you… Oh, you've I, done it. You've seen everything. I'm. He's okay, so can you, fucking hot. Can, can you it's have an crazy. iPad that you can th- throw me. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. I'm just gonna mind the noise, everybody. I'm turning around. Oh my god. Like. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hot. He, his name is Tim Chung. Everybody, I guess I should tell you what his Instagram is. Well, whatever. Just search Tim Chung. Um, the 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 way clothes fall off him oh. is just is pretty ace. Like that's some good, those are some good jeans. Yes. 100%. How could you, so this is the thing. How could you have someone in close proximity of you that's that fucking hot all the time? I'm not listening to you anymore. Why? Because you're looking at his pictures. Okay. Okay, please. Please look at, yeah, love that. Love that. He is crazy, crazy, crazy good looking. crazy good looking. Crazy good looking. Cheekbones, skin, jaw. Hair, and built. everything is wonderful. Beautiful everything lips. is and body. Yeah, I mean he's he's cut, and I typically don't like an overly beefcakey guy. Yep. and he just goes to the line and doesn't cross it. Yeah, he doesn't have like a thick neck or anything like that, which is important. Um, holy shit, he's hot. Okay, so focus, focus <laughs> back to me. Look at my eyes. Look at my half Asian eyes. Okay. not his Asian eyes. <laughs> what could what? you? Let's say he was, I don't know, just like maybe he, let's say he was like your personal assistant. Could you keep your shit together if you had to see that shit day in, day out? No. Like if he was Mariah Carey's personal bodyguard or whatever, it would be over for Brian Tanaka. Oh, yeah. Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. like goodbye, Brian. Yes. Hello, Tim. I couldn't, no, I could not. He's so fucking hot. I'm looking at him in a white tuxedo and glasses right now. Like I, <laughs> yeah, he's good. That's good. I could not be professional, but you would have to be. Like, I wouldn't sexually harass him. No. But how could you keep your shit together if he, like, had to, like, put his arm on you to, like, protect you? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure he smells good. I don't know. Congratulations. People have talked about celebrities with hot bodyguards and, like, I think, who was it who was walking around with a really hot bodyguard? Was it, like, Jennifer Lawrence for a minute? Oh, yeah, because everyone thought she was dating him. And everybody, everybody was like, Wow. And then, of course, Beyonce's Julius. Julius is pretty hot. Um, and there always have been rumors that Beyonce and Julius have a thing Julius going. I don't know who Julius is. Sorry. Can I just I'm sorry. Google this? No, again. Get out of my house again. again. Every I, time. I'm every fucking time we talk about just, Beyonce, you do something that like, requires rude. you to be re- like removed. <laughs> Hold on. Julius bodyguard. Julius is, as Kathleen would say, Julius is a snack. Oh, oh see that? Does, uh, I'm… Sorry, but Kylie's dude is way hotter than this guy. Okay, but you've picked, like, the most terrible angle of Julius ever. Anyway, he's pretty fucking hot. Still. Okay, now I just have to… Okay. Sorry, now you're hearing us all click away as we, like… Yeah. I'm actually… This is my search. This is going to be my, like, what I'm searching. Beyonce, bodyguard, hot. Julius, <laughs> hot. Yes. I just fucking and did I'm my own image you. search. Pardon? Listen, I just did my own Im- image search. I don't think he's not attractive, but he wouldn't give me all the fucking shits and giggles that Kylie Jenner's uh, bodyguard would. I, I wonder whether or not, like, you you hire a hot bodyguard. 
Like, is this well, a thing no, that you unless do? you want to be tempted, I wouldn't do that. I would hire a really mangy looking guy so that I wouldn't want to ever, ever flirt with him. He's That's so danger. Hot. He's That's danger. so hot. Anyway, everybody. Okay. Sorry for if that. If for some reason you haven't heard about this yet, which it would surprise me because by the time this gets posted, you should know Tim Chong. Yeah. Please go find him on Instagram and enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, well, and while you're listening to this podcast, if you need to p- press pause and just like go to his Instagram and then come back and join us, like, I, that I would be preferred. I think he's also a part-time cop. Really? Yeah, I'm seeing him. He's a part-time in, cop, a part-time bodyguard, and a part-time model? Like he's always in this cop uniform on his Instagram. He might be a part-time stripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his first, first Instagram photo was with like three other cops. Okay. So he yeah, might be on some kind sense. of cop team some or whatever. Let me just look at this. Los Angeles police. Okay. Go oh, on. my God. Like, there's a cop who looks like that? Well, that's why he probably had to get out of the fucking… So he's a cop, a celebrity bodyguard, and a oh. part-time model. It, okay. Anyway, I I don't know how we're going to There'll be a show about him. Don't worry. There'll be a show. There, What's her face? Um, Chris Jenner will definitely try to make some money off of him. And he loves dogs. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, should we get to some questions? <laughs> yes. Are you going to be able to focus? I'll, I I'm going to need you to close, close the I browser. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I have, of course, a question I need your help with. I'm 34 and in a long-term relationship and have a very active social life. I pride myself in having really close friendships with my group of girls. Now, I hope this doesn't sound creepy, but there's this girl, let's call her Sarah, that I would love to bring into my friend group. She's super cool, athletic, and fun. The only thing is that Sarah's friend group is kind of, well, I don't know. They're just horrible. Think Instagram thirsty girls. I'm so bewildered by the fact that Sarah hangs out with these girls because she seems so normal. As I say, I pride myself in the friend group I have. So while I want to include Sarah in all of our fun, I'm a bit weary that she might not be as cool as I think if she's hanging out with these girls um, that she seems to like to hang with. Does this make sense? I really don't want to sound like a snob, but I just want to make sure that my group maintains normal people and not insecure, vapid people. So what do you do? What would you do if you were me, wanting to make a friend but don't want the hanger-ons that might come with it? Thanks so much, Tara. So Tara wants to recruit Sarah. Sarah. But she's weirded out because Sarah has some lame-o friends. I mean, this there's one – this triggers um, a celebrity in mind. So let me just put this – Who? Who is – like, I have a major girl crush on this person. So do you. She's awesome. But, funnily enough, quite like Tara's uh, letter, hangs out with really lame people. Oh, Chrissy Teigen? Yes, there you go. <laughs> That's perfect, right? Yeah. So Sarah is Chrissy Teigen. So, and by Chrissy Teigen, you mean like basically Kim Kardashian, Kanye West. Uh, Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I love Chrissy Teigen with every bone in my body. Chrissy Teigen. But I'm all, whenever I see her with Kim, I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? You're so much better than that. You have to be able to see through that. I don't think that. First of all, I think that the fact that Chrissy is still friends with Kim and Kanye makes Chrissy more interesting because it means that we're thinking all the time, oh my God, is Chrissy making jokes in her head about these people? Well, she would have to be. Exactly. And I also think it adds something to Chrissy's life, like what she can laugh at. And if you're surrounding yourself with only the specials and not some, 
you know, quirkiness. I think that's a generous term. To, yeah. Yeah, right. But, you know, surrounding yourself with some balance or at least something of the other side, then I don't know. I don't think that you're getting the input and the inflow of perspective that you might need. How do you know that, like, people don't judge you for being friends, friends with, with you? The, me, exactly. <laughs> No, because you're not a horrible person like Kim Kardashian Some people is. think I am. You, you know what I mean? It depends on what your barometer is, your barometer check. Like, okay, but I think the barometer, can we at least agree on the barometer for the majority of like sound individuals that Kim Kardashian, there couldn't be anybody more brutal. Like she's not, she's not smart. She's not funny. She's incredibly insecure. Like, these are all things… She's married to an insane old man. We're all insecure, P.S. Fine. Insecure… We all have our fucking insecure shit. Okay, but I'm taking it to another level. I'm really having a hard time that you're slightly defending Kim Kardashian right now. I'm I'm not… I'm defending Chrissy. Mm, You sure about that? I'm defending Chrissy. Like, I understand. Like, well, we have a friend who, like may not be the most welcome in a lot of circles. Okay, yes, copy that. We love her. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. Yeah. And not without her flaws, but somehow we've been able to accept all of her yes, flaws. that's true. And see beyond that and just have a great time when we're with her. Yes. And I always have a great time when I'm with yes, her. agreed. And so this is the comparison. Well, I'm just thinking outside of our circle. Yeah. What do people say about… First of all, what do people say to you? Like… Holy shit, that fucking cunt-ass, bottom-feeding, no, laney gossip. No one's ever said that to Maybe me. Maybe not to your face, but… But I don't think I've been uninvited to places. You wouldn't know. Okay, fine. Fine. Like, I just… I, Tara doesn't I, know. Or my Sarah doesn't know that she is a recruit potential yes. in Tara's <laughs> friend group. Yeah. And that this is what's happening. Okay, fine. Let's stop. Ta- I'll stop talking about Kim Kardashian because I feel like I… I'm like salivating and trying to like catch hydration in my mouth because I can't believe that you were I'm slightly saying, defending that she is normal and or comparing our loco friend to Kim Kardashian. I'm just saying that like I, I don't know that we can come out swinging saying that we'd be welcome to be recruited. We ourselves would be welcome to be recruited into any friend group because I'm not sure we would be. Right. Because we have some… As like fucking lame we have some li- We say. have liabilities in our friend group. Is that what you're saying? 100%. Okay. Okay. So back to Tara and Sarah. Yeah. Um, I still think if she thinks Sarah is cool, as we've just talked about. So if you think Chrissy Teigen's cool, if you think Sarah's cool, you're only losing out if you don't fucking invite her to the fun. Yeah. Whoever Sarah hangs out with and the fact that they maybe are like gross on Instagram is not enough of a reason for you not to want to hang with Sarah if you already think that Sarah is really great. Like obviously, if she already has these friends and she's clearly not influenced by them and she's able to be her own chill and cool and do her own thing, then she has already… Met your standard. I love that they're, this feels so very. It's so, like, it's so mean. High school. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that. But it's fair enough. Because life is, as I always say, life is still high school, no matter where you go. Like, actually gets more high school as you get older. Right. Yeah. I Uh, mean, you're the living embodiment of that because (laughs) you will not go anywhere without saying who's going to be there. I know. Oh my God, you're See? right. Yes, but so, and, and that's why I'm down with Tara and how she feels about stuff because I like to keep shit tight. I like to keep the people that I'm around 
and spending my free time with, I want it to be a pleasure. I don't want to be inconvenienced by someone else. <laughs> Whereas my approach is, even oh. if, stop, you love to play this angle that you are just <laughs> fucking like, oh God, no. Welcoming to Me? anybody. Never welcoming. But the reason why I'll go if somebody I don't like is going to be yeah. there is because I still think it's fucking hilarious to have stories about right. like the people who, and you're a fucking asshole because what will happen is that you won't go, nope. but then you'll want all the info from me. You'll be like, okay, so tell me what happened. Yes. Was was this person so annoying? Do I do what that? Was, yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Fine. I But I am feeling Tara's vibe because I understand it sounds horrible to read out what she's just said and also verbalize that that's also how I uh, act in my life, but like you want to keep your friends tight. If you've if you've worked this hard to keep a good solid friend group, then you want to maintain that shit. You want to maintain that shit. Having You're said fine. that, let let Sarah Sarah let Sarah come on in, in and enjoy and enjoy the entertainment. Yeah, maybe don't take it so seriously. Yeah, okay. have fun. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, next question. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I met this girl, Jenna, in graduate school, and we clicked. We became really good friends, and I really liked her husband, Andy, too. A rarity. I was also on her non-relative invite to her destination wedding. So what I did probably breached her tight-knit community and trust. We were at her destination wedding, all-inclusive, including drinks, for a week in December. And the year before, I went through a really rough breakup and was on and off for a while. The relationship was very serious, and I loved the guy very much. So needless to say, I was in a very bad place, just drinking a lot and being messy. I'm not trying to excuse my behavior, just giving context. Her younger brother-in-law, Jamie, was there and brought his girlfriend, whom I didn't know. He also brought his friend, Brad. Also, I didn't know him. Uh, I always thought her brother-in-law was cute, but his friend Brad liked me. So I slept with Brad a few times. It was a vacation thing and was never meant to be anything more. In a I don't drunk see a problem yet. Nope. Everything seems above board. Yeah. Um, in a drunken haze, I also propositioned the brother-in-law. Uh, not the same time, haha, but a few days later. He said no and nothing happened. Again, even if we did hook up, it was not meant to be anything but something stupid and fun. This is obviously not my proudest moment. I knew I was doing something bad. I have no excuses. So we get back home to Toronto and everything seems good. We hang out a few times until April, then suddenly silence. My texts and calls went unanswered. I guessing, I'm guessing she's talking about her friend, yeah. her girlfriend. Um, I figured she... Uh, I figured she found out about Brad and me or something. I wrote her a heartfelt text asking if she was mad at me and that I valued our relationship, but I never heard from her. So at this time, we still followed each other on Instagram and other social media stuff. One day, I reactivated my Facebook account, and within a couple of hours, she posted something like, quote, you become like the people around you, and if your friends are bad people, they'll drag you down they'll drag you down or some other shit like that. So this sounded like some sort of attack on me, but I couldn't be sure. But I knew that if I kept her on my social media, it would be unhealthy. So I decided to delete, block her, and her family on everything. So I never really got closure on this other than the fact that we aren't talking anymore. At the end of the year, Brad texted me and wanted to hook up again. I said no because I wasn't in that place anymore. But I did inquire about Jenna. He confirmed that I thought – he confirmed what I thought all along. She was offended that I propositioned Jamie. 
So my questions are, should I try salvaging this friendship again? Is it worth it? What did I even do that that was that bad? I don't even have siblings. I mean, I thought the sex was supposed to be private, but they shared everything in their circle and decided to out me. I also miss Jenna. We were really good friends, at least from my perspective. Thanks for any input. Q. Wow. Okay. So she… So they go on this destination wedding. Yeah. She fucks Brad, which is fine. But, but she, then shortly after, like a, a day or a couple, whatever, yeah. she drunkenly propositions the brother of the bride who has a girlfriend with him on yes. the trip. But he says, nah, and she's like, okay, peace. Yeah. And then the friend stops talking to her. Jenna stops talking to her. And now she knows that Jenna stopped talking to her because she found out. Yes. Yeah. Um. Is that her? Sorry, let me just look back. It's so. Uh, Jamie is her brother. Jamie is Jenna's brother. Jenna's brother. No, her younger brother-in-law. Oh, right. So Jamie is uh, either Jenna's husband's brother. brother. Yeah. Oh God. What? Okay. Well, that makes it for me less offensive. How? Well, it's not like uh, it's not like um, Q was trying to tap Jen, her best friend's brother. Like that's one thing. That's like I can understand why some people are kind of grossed out by that. But Q was just trying to tap the ass of her new husband's brother. That's not horrible. It shouldn't give Jenna like all the grossies. That's kind of horrible. It's family. It's de facto her brother now. Keep on going. I'm listening. It's – I – listen, I think that our cue knows that it wasn't like the most above board behavior. No. So there we go. I imagine then that when you behave in a not that great way, you have to face the consequences. This is probably the worst consequence. You've been cut out from a friendship. And do I think – do I wish Jenna would have called Q yes. and been like – Dude, what the fuck? Sure. I think in a perfect world, we all call the person and say, dude, what the fuck? And we work it out and apologies are exchanged. But this this is a larger web because what's happened is clearly everybody got together to talk, right? As After do. the wedding, Brad told his buddy that, hey, Q I fucked Q on this trip and, you know, we had a good time. And, and, the, and the buddy must have been like, what? Because like, you know, on the Thursday, she came up to me and she was drunk, but she was like, let's do it. And my girlfriend is like, you know, across oh, right, the, the dance girlfriend. floor. Right, the girlfriend. Right? And yes. my girlfriend's across the dance floor. So wait a minute, like, first she hit you up and then you weren't good enough to like, you weren't good enough, buddy, to like maintain her interest the whole trip and she had to come hitting on I me? Don't, I don't think Jamie is having that kind of heartfelt conversation. I feel like he's probably like, they're probably, because they're probably rude dicks, were probably like, oh, what a fucking slut, right? Like, it, I don't think Jamie was like, oh my God, Brad, she wanted sure. me to be your sloppy seconds. Like, sure. And yeah. like, if the language was that way, then yes, at their assholes yeah. for being misogynistic. But we don't have those facts. No. All we do have is that everybody got together, compared stories. And talked smack about her. And now two friends were like hit on by the same woman. And that's number one. Number one, that makes it awkward. And number two, mm -hmm. if that had happened, there would have been drama at the wedding, which means that Jenna's wedding may have would been, been compromised. compromised. 
Right. It wasn't, though, that for all intents and purposes, that she didn't say that she fucking, like, you know, pulled her dress down and fucking was, like, totally inappropriate that way and everybody was, like, freaking out and crying. But it wouldn't wasn't compromised because Jamie said no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So listen, A, weddings. Some gangster shit happens at weddings, mm-hmm. right? Like, people just let their freak flag fly and do really embarrassing things. One. Two. Uh... Obviously, Q was going through a hard time and she uh, admits that she was not on her best mm-hmm. behavior and got totally wasted and did like things that she probably wouldn't have done if yep. she was sober and feeling really insecure um, and sad about her past relationship. Three, she's really good friends with Jenna. They've had a long history. She's the only non-relative invited to this fucking intimate affair. You're telling me you're going to cut somebody well, no, off? no, Brad was invited to this not very intimate affair and he's okay, not a fine, relative. But she said yeah. no, I was the only non on her side, yeah. non-relative side. Um, I just sort of think that that's really harsh on um, Jenna's side to just like cut this person out without like responding to any emails, like ghosting her so hardcore. That to me doesn't seem very nice. And let, so when I'm trying yeah. to piece this all in my mind, if I was on my wedding day, um, Corey's brother was there and you were there and you were single for some fucked up reason and you wanted to hit Corey's brother… Like, you wanted to hit some fucking shit up? I would never, I would be like, ew, gross, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I would never uh, slut shame you, nor would I cut you out of my life. If I thought it was, like, wildly inappropriate, I would I would tell you, but I would never cut our friendship off for that. That's so extreme and weird. And also, I don't care if you fuck Corey's brother. Like, what the fuck do I care? Like, I don't know why I, I don't, I, like, he's free game. He wasn't. He was with someone. He turned her down. They're both adults. Would you care if your friend, like you had become good friends yes. with Corey's brother's girlfriend? Uh, yeah. I, but again, I would probably be like, oh my God, you know, Lainey's been going through such a hard time. She just broke up with someone. I would, I would piece the backstory together. I would, I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't be like, oh God, what the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? Yeah. But I would never cut you out and I would never fucking slut shame you and I would never do those sort of things. And so for me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Jenna's kind of a bit of a piece of shit on this. On this, I don't uh, think anybody front. handled this well. So okay. like for me, sort of explaining the other side of it, like what Jenna and her circle of people, I wanted to paint this picture, right? Like mm-hmm. we have to, we have to have both at sides, least yes. have both sides. Yeah. So on the one hand, you have Q who clearly like, could have uh, handled her emotions better. Yes. Like, I understand. All of us have been through bad breakups and we've done and some acted stu- a fool. And But again, that's the thing. You act a fool, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. The consequences were that this is how Jenna and her side reacted. Mm-hmm. And so we have to balance. Like, everybody behaved badly. Mm-hmm. There's like, nobody's perfect in this situation. 100%, like you, if I were Jenna, I would have at least had a talk. Like, hey… You really disappointed me yeah. at my wedding. That wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. having to hear about it later um, and when everybody got together and it all came back to you and your connection to the wedding is me, you kind of made me look bad. Mm. That matters to me. I would have at least had a conversation before yes. cutting it off. Yes. So, yes. But here we are. Like… Here we are, if we're looking at things from the perspective of a scale, I think we're the scale is even. Okay, so then what does Q do? Does Q extend another olive branch? I mean, 
I, I think what you say is correct in terms of the fact that everybody kind of dropped the ball on how to handle mm-hmm. this. So I would give it one last uh, one last try to see if you can reach out to Jenna and like send her a note and be like, I miss you. I really feel like we didn't um, really talk this one through. I want to hear your side. I want to hear how I hurt you. Like, can we meet up and talk? Like, I feel like that would be yeah. a last ditch effort. I'd position it differently in the sense of what Q wants right now is closure. Like, that's why she's still thinking about it a year later. Um, and to help Q get closure, I think that putting everything in an email or a letter or however you kids communicate these days is good <laughs> mm-hmm. to send it off as a last act of closure. I think that that's what, what do you, you think need she to needs do. closure on, just out of curiosity. She now know, she knows that Jenna like ghosted her because of her hitting on Jamie. Yeah. I think that what, to me, Q, if you need closure, you basically need closure on the fact that you're, you sound a little bit annoyed. Right? She's only writing to us. She's She's hurt. hurt. She's like, and at one point near the end of her letter, she's like, was what I did really that bad? Right? Like, she. So that's why I'm on Q's side. I'm like, you did something bad. You didn't do anything that bad. And what I'm trying to do is put into Q's head how it may have gone down for Jenna. Mm -hmm. You just got married, and then you hear these stories about your friend, the one you brought over banging Brad and then trying to break up the relationship between Jamie and his girlfriend. Like, it's it's not a good look. And that's a connection direct to you. Mm-hmm. So perhaps Q can hear this and consider that angle if she hasn't thought about it already. And if you want closure, I think the only thing you can do is control how you now see this situation and the perspective you've gained from the last year. And your letter or your email would be like, I'm sorry. Here's where I was in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. I was fucked up and clearly I wasn't acting in a really, um, in a a way that was self-caring at all. Mm -hmm. And because I couldn't care for myself and didn't respect, you know, how hurt and how um, damaged I was from my breakup, I clearly did not behave in the best way. Um, and on top of that, I wonder whether or not you might want to say, my other regret is that I should have been the one to tell you what happened. Because that's another thing. Jenna had to find out from other people. Okay, can we? Yes, uh, agree, agree, agree. I guess I don't know why I'm taking Q side so hardcore, but I'm just like, she knocked on Jamie's, do- like, well, not physically, but she was just like, hey, hey, you want to, like, whatever? And he was like, no, and she backed away. She wasn't like, she didn't, like, stick her tongue down his throat in front of the girlfriend and, like, just make it this, I think she, well, listen. She, she used the word propositioned. Propositioned, yes. So I, listen, proposition can be slipping a note on, under someone's door or it can be Sticking showing up or whatever. Okay. I would have loved a little more clarification on that. I just, I don't really, okay, but continue on. So you so say, you say here's where I, what I did wrong and I've had the last year to think about it yeah. and I, I feel sorry about that. Um, I hope, or no, not I hope, I wish <laughs> we could have talked this out so that I could have said this to you in person. Mm-hmm. I understand now that what I did uh, became unbearable for you and caused you no longer to want to be friends with me. However, I just want you to know that I miss you and I cherished our friendship and I wish you only the best. The end. That's your closure. Mm-hmm. Closure 
Closure in this case means not expecting, expecting anything, anything in return. Right. Totally. I hope, Q, you have your pen and paper down and listen to this again and write that shit down and just press send. I, I think you should absolutely reach out to her and do it in whichever way you feel comfortable. I also just do think, though, like to take a bit of your side is I think that, you know, I'm not sure there – I'm not sure a really great ride or die friend would treat someone like that for like a mistake, for like uh, something that really wasn't that huge of a deal. Fodder, yes. A bit of drama, yes. But that shit's weddings. Like that's that stuff happens. That stuff happens when somebody is going through a hard time. I think that Jenna was like a crotchety crotch for like totally ghosting you out of her life. I don't think that that was… I don't right like what go. Jenna did. Like, I, I really okay, feel good. like Jenna should have confronted yes. you and be, been like, yes. bitch, what the fuck? Yeah. Here's what yes. happened and how I heard about it. You didn't even have, like, the respect to me and our friendship to tell me. Yes, they should have had it out. Yeah. And they didn't. So and I, I definitely hear, I'm not, not saying here that Jenna behaved in a way that was mature or anything. At the same time, though, like, the first, first blood was drawn by Q. And it's a hard thing to like, you know, smooth that over. Okay, fine. I so wanna... on the scales of like bullshit, both of them have are e- eating equal bullshit. Okay. So I don't know where you move on from that. Like I wish that somebody could be on a higher level here and like look down on the situation and say, everybody, you're more bad than me. So right? I'm up right. on a, like I'm one step higher. I yeah. don't think we can no, say it's that. True. It's true. Okay. Well, Good luck with that. Yeah, try Remember, get your closure by just being forthcoming honest. with yeah. all the things that you feel that you did wrong and then don't expect anything back in return. And your closure can be, hey, I've owned up to my bullshit. I need to close the book on the door on this now because you shouldn't beat yourself up over no. this for the rest of your life. No. Right? You, you should have been forgiven. That's my take. You should have been forgiven for what you did because it wasn't the end of the goddamn world. Well, I will say you should have been given the opportunity to ask for forgiveness. That is what I will say. Fair. Okay, last question. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. Hi, I'm Kay. I'm 27. I live in Europe. I work in the TV film industry. I have been earning this way for two years. I've just started this new job. There are two others on my team, both guys, uh, a couple years older than me, and the person whose job I was taking was also a man. I'd ask them for help and they'd show me how to do tasks I'd never done before. My producers are amazing, supportive, and helpful, and I have been exceeding their expectations, their words, and a promotion in the near future has been referred to. However, one colleague in particular has been hating my fast progression. At least that's what it must be. Uh, We could be working at computers side by side and he will ask what I'm doing, look over my shoulder, button to what I'm doing, and give unsolicited advice. He also kicks me off my computer uh, that I'm on so he can use it when none other are available, which delays the delivery of my own work. I appreciate him helping me at the start, but now I'm finding it patronizing. I've been there three months. I respond to his inputs by stating the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing, and 99% of the time, I'm right. If his advice is useful, I will respectfully thank him, um, but it does cause a lot of tension and awkwardness. Should I approach him and apologize for being defensive or tell him to fuck off and I'll ask for advice when I need it? Um, I try and make the effort with both of the uh, the colleagues on my team, but they're cold. And this passive aggression with him in particular needs to stop. Um, I feel like I'm being dominated. I love my job, but I'm questioning myself and wondering maybe I'm getting too big for my boots or something. Thank you for your input. Okay, so recap this. She joined a new company in she, Europe. Mm-hmm. 
So she's in the TV film. Yeah. Um, she seemingly in a fairly male-dominated industry, which uh-huh. it sometimes is. Yeah. Um, and she's having some beef with one of her colleagues who seems to… Who was helping her at the beginning, yes. right? And now can't seem to fuck off. He's always… Um, hovering Hovering, over her? trying yeah. to give her input. And it's, you know, uh, they seem to be probably laterally doing the same job, uh-huh. but he isn't… Uh, he's he's seemingly undermining her when he doesn't. It, that's not his place to be doing so. Ugh. I mean, uh, doesn't everybody have like w- at least one really annoying colleague? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. That's just like for me. Them's the breaks. Like you just have to learn how to cope with people who are always up in your business. Everyone's always up in your business. There's always that person. I think the added layer of bullshit here is that he's a dude. dude. Yeah. And as most women listening to this would agree with and have experienced themselves, it's when you get mansplained yeah. to, like over and over <laughs> totally. again by someone who is, you know, either your equal or maybe not as proficient. Yeah. Um, and that's the added layer here. It's like, fuck you, I can do it. Yeah. You know, and the more she allows it to happen, the more she reinforces the idea or she feels that she's reinforcing the idea that she as a woman isn't as good at the job as a man yeah. is mm-hmm. and needs to needs men around for her to be able to complete the task. Yeah. That is the added – like, I mean, I hear you. There, All of us have been in situations where if it's like woman to woman or man to man, that's just so annoying. But I think that what makes this situation unique or not unique, yeah. scarily and disappointingly enough, is that this is what happens. I feel like what she's doing, though, uh, is the thing that she should continue to do, which is like uh, – she doesn't seem to be like challenging him, but she is definitely mm-hmm. um, owning what she's doing and being like, nope, this is why I'm doing this. And as she said, she's 99% right. Like, that is the only way to shut down somebody who is uh, annoying at this level is to be like, nope, uh, sorry, you're wrong, I'm right. And just keep on carrying on. And it fucking – I don't think it'll be in her – it's not in her best interest to be like, fuck you, motherfucker, stop talking to me. Then, you know, that's obviously not the way to go. Um, And she shouldn't be apologizing. I don't know why those were the two options, apologize or tell him to fuck off. I think what you're doing is the correct thing, which is to check him at the fucking door every time he thinks that you need his fucking goddamn Yeah. I think the issue is that she's uncomfortable with all the passive aggressiveness and the tension. Mm -hmm. Like people are cold to her and nobody wants to go to work and be in an environment where – Things are awkward and it isn't as fun yeah. as you expected your workplace to be. Um, and that's I have I have a few things to say about that. One of those things is it's always up to the woman to smooth over mm-hmm. a vibe in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I wonder if we're only approaching that point now in the era of like Me Too and Time's Up, where we have to get over that. Like we can't unfortunately yeah. we um Change doesn't happen without discomfort. How about that? Yes. Like doing the right thing feels hard and is not going to ever be easy. So this passive aggressiveness, this workplace tension, unfortunately, like I – and I hear you. We as women are conditioned to always like, let's put a bow on everything and let's make it our job to make everybody feel better. and. 
that has been used against us, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that inclination isn't a good one because it comes from a great place. But unfortunately, it's been weaponized against us Mm -hmm. where niceness is mistaken for weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, Agreed. Um, I don't think… Yeah, and that's what it is too. I don't think it's your… It's not your position. It's not part of your job to make him feel better. You know what I mean? Yes. And so if it becomes… I mean, you're only three months in, so I really do want to keep that in mind. Three months, everybody is kind of a nervous wreck and like feeling really, 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 really weird about like their colleagues and stuff, right? Because it's all so new. But if it continues to be a fucking problem and he actually does impede on your work, then you go to HR. You don't need to have – like, I mean, of course, you can – you're doing the right things, but you don't need to fix his behavior. No. It's not – like, that's not on your fucking plate to Nor do. Nor fix or accommodate. Yeah, totally. Yes. So – Listen, if he's willing to meet you halfway and uh, this, we would be having a different conversation. It mm-hmm. just doesn't sound to us like he has been offering any gestures beyond being patronizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, unfortunately for you, you have to eat the passive aggressiveness. Do your work. You go to yeah. work to work. Yeah. Do your work. Yeah. That's it. And that's all you can really do. That's yeah. all that you actually have control over. Your next workplace will be better. You know, this this workplace may not be the one where you make best friendships and that's okay. Yeah, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. And you're up for a promotion and maybe you'll be his fucking goddamn boss in like another month. So there's that. Yeah. And then you have to write to us again and we have to figure this all out all over totally. again. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it. That is it. Um, we will be back in a week. We might be a bit – no, actually, we won't be delayed. Okay, good. Because you'll be back from the royal wedding and we'll talk all about Meghan Markle then. Correct. Um, keep your questions coming to Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And check us out on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Leave your comments and check out Tim Chunk. Yeah. Okay, bye. bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.